Good morning. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. Woo! Today, we're going to choose joy. We need some joy in our lives. We need it, we need it, we need it, we need it. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. I'm dedicating this podcast to Christina, um, another nice angel that I met. (laughs) And um, I love to mention the angels that I meet, as you can see along the way. I tell them about the podcast and in hopes that they will listen. So if you're listening, Christina, today's dedicated to you. Amen. God reveals himself in a million different ways, but perhaps the most breathtaking is through nature. The next time you're in a mountainous spot, pause and listen. Can you hear the sound of God's eternal song? Does joy radiate through your being? Aren't you filled with wonder and with peace? The Lord has, through the beauty of nature, given us a rare and glorious gift. Dear God, when I view the wonders of your marvelous creation, my heart fills with absolute joy. Don't you love second chances, new beginnings, If only we could go back and redo some of our past mistakes, what better choices we'd make the second time around. Life in Jesus is all about the rebirth experience, the opportunity to start over. Each day is a new day. In fact, praise God, the sorrows and trials of yesterday are behind us. With each new morning, joy dawns. God, I am so glad you allow second chances. Thank you for each new morning that is an opportunity to start over. Amen. Listeners, are you in a waiting season? Is your patience being tested to the breaking point? Well, take heart. You are not alone. Every godly man and woman from biblical times till now went through seasons of waiting on the Lord. Their secret? Well, they hoped for what they could not see. And they never lost their hope. They waited patiently. So as you're waiting... Reflect on the biblical giants and realize you are not alone. And the Bible is loaded with them. (laughs) Father, thank you for your word, which gives examples of others who have walked the same path before me. Because of you, I know that I am not alone. I am not alone today, tomorrow, or any day after that. Amen.
You know, sometimes we approach God robotically. Lord, please do this for me. Lord, please do that. We're convinced that we'll be happy if only God grants our wishes like a genie in a bottle. We're going about this backward, listeners. We should start by praising God. Thank Him for life. Thank Him for health. Thank Him for the many answered prayers. Our joyous praise will remind us just how blessed we already are. Then out of a genuine relationship with God, we make our requests known. Psalm 70 verse 4 says, Let all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. And let those who love your salvation say continually, Let God be magnified. You are my help and my deliverer. Father God, my joy comes from you and only you. Without you, I could never experience all the joys that life has to offer. Thank you. Amen. How wonderful to realize that you're God's child. He loves you and wants nothing but good for you. Doesn't knowing that you're his daughter or son send waves of joy through your soul? How happy we are when we recognize that we are princesses and princes, children of the Most High. There is no higher than God. So listen closely as he whispers royal secrets in your ear. Your heavenly father offers you keys to the kingdom and vision for the road ahead. Joy floods my soul when I think about how much you love me, Lord. Thank you for making me your child. Amen. Psalm 144. Yes, joyful are those who live like this. Joyful indeed are those whose God is the Lord. Amen. Want the key to true happiness? Try wisdom. When others around you are losing their heads, losing their cool, and losing sleep over their decisions, choose to react differently. Step up to the plate. Handle matters wisely. Wise choices always lead to joyous outcomes. And along the way, you will be setting an example for others around you to follow. So come on, get happy. Father, thank you for the wisdom of your word which will always point me in the right direction when I have a choice to make. Proverbs 16, he who heeds the word wisely will find good and whoever trusts in the Lord, well, happy is he. Speak.
stay right there. Don't move. I'll be right back with more joy. Dear listeners, there is always a way. And this is from Trusting God Day by Day. Luke 5, verse 18 and 19. The scripture says that there was no way to get through the crowds to Jesus. But with God, there is always a way. These men did not give up until they found it. Have you ever faced a situation and said, there is no way? Maybe some of these thoughts have weighed on your mind. There is no way I can handle the pressure at work. There is no way. I can pay my bills by the end of the month. There is no way to save my marriage. There is no way my children will ever grow up to be responsible adults. There is no way I can lose the weight I need to lose. Well, I want you to know that there is always a way. It may not be easy. It may not be convenient. It may not come quickly. You may have to go over. You may have to go under, around, or through. But if you will simply refuse to give up, you will find a way. There was a woman who was once working a job that she didn't particularly like and was single and wanting to be married, etc., etc. Within one month, she became engaged and she was hired for her dream job. She had waited what seemed to be an eternity before this time but the right time came and God made a way. God has a plan for you and he definitely has heard your prayers. You may not realize how close you are to your breakthrough. Even if you have to wait three, four, or more years, If you will keep pressing on, you will have the victory you need. Whatever you do, do not give up because you could be on the brink of your breakthrough. Do not stop hoping. Do not stop believing. And do not stop trying. Instead, listeners, 
we have to say, I will never quit. I will never give up. And I will never again say no way. Wow. Trust in him. In every situation that you see no way out of, uh-huh, think again. Because God's ways are not our ways. His ways are always best. Don't ever stop trusting him and he will show you the way through to your breakthrough. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. There is always a way. I love that. I love it. Stay right there. Be right back with more prayers to our Lord Jesus Christ. We're talking to him today. He's talking to us. It's all good. Everything is in his hands according to God's purpose for your life. Daniel 4, the Most High, is ruler over the realm of mankind. When we look at the current state and the future of the world, we may be tempted to become disheartened. However, the chaos we see is an important reminder for us to focus our hearts on God. When the Lord looks at us, he sees people of prayer. Jesus is our sufficiency for meeting the challenges of the world today and tomorrow. As believers, we should be educated about what is going on, engage in active citizenship, be lights in our communities, and be examples of God's loving grace to others. The Lord expects us to live orderly, prudent, and pure lives as members of our society. However, we are told very clearly that he controls the course of the world events. He removes kings and sets up other kings. Daniel 2. He does what we cannot with the direction of our nation. Therefore, there is no reason for fear about what will happen in the future. Rather, we must commit ourselves to prayer, humbling ourselves, seeking his wisdom, and repenting of all that displeases him. He will equip us for whatever may come and be our security, our complete provision, and total defense. Lord, Please teach me how to pray for this nation and help me to be your light in a community 
that needs your guidance and salvation. Amen. An extent of blessing. Isaiah 30 says, The Lord longs to be gracious to you, and therefore he waits on high to have compassion on you. Your behavior does not determine your relationship with God, but it often determines the degree to which he can bless you. Take the case of a young woman. She was very angry at a bank that they had not given her a loan that she wanted, and she really needed that money. She said if she goes into default on her house and car, it would be the bank's fault, and she refused to accept that she had terrible credit and was too great a risk for the bank. Her lack of funds was not the bank's fault. It was hers because of unhealthy financial habits. Likewise, there will be times when you have such destructive habits and behaviors that God cannot bless you. However, if you accept responsibility for your sins and their related consequences, you can then turn to the Lord and ask him to help you change the patterns of behavior and those that are undermining your well-being. You can say to God, please help me not to do that again. Show me how to walk in your ways, Lord. Give me the courage and strength to obey you so that my life can improve. The Lord always honors those kinds of prayers. So take responsibility and let him transform you into a vessel for blessing. Jesus, teach me to walk in your ways and transform my life. Amen. There may be some kind of obstacle standing between you and your heart's desire. You have prayed for something so long only to find this barrier in your progress. The temptation will be to grow angry and bitter over its presence. However, my challenge to you today is just to thank God for it. The Lord would not have allowed it in your path if there was not some good purpose for it. I know that's a hard pill to swallow. Perhaps the obstacle is revealing something about the person or the thing that you have desired for so long. Some trait or complication that awakens you to the problems or challenges you did not previously realize were there. It could be that hindrance has revealed some issues in your own heart that you must get right with God. Or it may be that through it, the Lord is teaching you more about Him, more about His ways and 
his plans for you. Whatever the case, you know that you can trust your Savior with your life and with whatever it is that hinders your progress. Just trust God. Even if it hurts, give thanks for that obstacle today and ask God to reveal himself through its presence on your path. Wow, I'm going to try that. Ask God to reveal himself through the presence of that obstacle in your path. Jesus, I give thanks to you for this obstacle. Thank you for what you will reveal about me, the desire of my heart, and yourself through it. Amen. Reminds me of my sister. She always says, block it, Lord. Block it right away if it is not your will. Amen. Wow. Many people miss out on the blessing of God's abundance because they do not attribute their blessings to him and withhold areas of their lives from him. They do not attribute their blessings to him and withhold areas of their lives from him. They refuse to give him anything that will constitute a true sacrifice. Their financial resources, their possessions, their time, their talents. Some do this out of ignorance, others out of rebellion, and others out of lack of trust that the Lord will meet their needs. Always talking to me. However, if you truly want to be blessed, you must, must, must be generous toward God. As in all other areas, the degree to which you open yourself to the Lord in giving is the degree to which you open yourself to him for receiving. As we read in 2 Corinthians 9, verse 6, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Why does God ask us to be sacrificial and generous to his work? Because our resources are a reflection of ourselves. Our giving reveals the degree to which we trust God to supply what we need. Always remember that the more you give yourself to him, the more you will be able to embrace all that he has for you. 
Jesus, I want to obey you. Help me to be generous toward you with my time, with my talents, and with my treasure. Amen. Psalm 37, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. We are highly presumptuous when we demand that the Lord do our bidding as if he were our errand boy. The proper relationship with God is one in which we put ourselves in a position to do his bidding. When we look to the Lord in any other way, we make ourselves God, which is actually a form of idolatry. This occurs when we do not seek his presence as much as we seek to control his provision. We care more for what he gives us than we do him which means we're worshiping and blessing. We're worshiping the blessing instead of the blessing giver. That's important. Don't make that mistake. It is fine to have desires, but always remember you belong to God. Serve him. Do as he says. Make him your focus. Make him your delight. And everything else will follow. Amen. Jesus, I belong to you. And I live to serve you. Help me to see you first in all things. Amen. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Help me to see you first in all things. Amen. Come back tomorrow, listeners. We'll pray some more together. We just got these blessings started for today. I hope you receive many. Bye for now.